Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert hosts' best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free, and start winning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Net on Steady Picks Radio. Today is Monday, August 30th, and we are wrapping up our 32-episode series, previewing all 32 NFL teams as we talk about the AFC West. We will wrap up this with all four teams Monday through Thursday this week, and then Friday, our final Fantasy Football Friday as we talk the tight end position. Me and Vegas Matt, host of Vegas Always Knows here on Steady Picks Radio as well. And then next week, we gear up for football. A lot of content changes coming to the Steady Picks Network. I am going to be doing a ton of football coverage. There will be podcasts. There will be videos. There will be a live show Sunday mornings. Most likely on YouTube, we are ironing out the details, but you are not going to want to miss this. We are very excited. Big things to come, so make sure that you are paying attention to get the updates on all of these things. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, at DanSaysThat. Follow SteadyPicks at GetSteadyPicks, and go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for that 100% free membership you can't afford not to. Daily system plays across all sports, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, your big weekend events such as golf, UFC, and much, much more. Fortunately, just finished up watching the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley match, and oh God, what a disaster. If I can give you any advice unrelated to the NFL, do not bet on Jake Paul fights. What a joke. This is embarrassing to a sport that's already dying, and... The production of this entire thing was terrible. The match was terrible or the bout or whatever. I don't know, man. The whole thing sucked. Complete joke. I'm tired of tuning into these things. Thankfully, I don't pay for them. But, boy, what a what a miserable experience. But we persevere. We move on. And we move on to talking about the Denver Broncos in the AFC West going 5-11 and last season, finishing last in the division. I was surprised to see that the order of this division was actually Kansas City, Las Vegas, L.A. Chargers, Denver Broncos. I think the Raiders may still have been in Oakland last year. I don't know where they were, but they're the Vegas team now regardless. But, boy, I thought the Raiders were worse. I really did, and we'll talk about them. But Broncos 5-11, and and the uncertainty continues at the quarterback position. It sounds like they have made... The decision to start the season with Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke. It just doesn't feel like they're going to figure this out for a long time. And it's going to hinder an otherwise pretty talented team. Especially on the defensive side. And specifically to the defensive side, the secondary. Boy, this team's going to have a really good secondary. But are they going to be able to put up the points to be enough to support this defense? We'll find out. They tried to address both sides of the ball with their top two draft picks, two very talented players. Ninth overall pick going Patrick Sertain, the second, a cornerback from Alabama. 
He's not projected to start, but he's having a great camp, an incredible preseason. He had an interception return for a touchdown in the preseason, joins an already talented secondary, but looks like he could be a franchise corner to come. Champ Bailey has spoken very highly of him, and there are comparisons being made of him to Champ Bailey already, which is enormous praise. Champ Bailey, my favorite corner of all time, one of the greatest of all time, and to be mentioned with him before even playing your first regular season NFL game speaks a lot to the expectation, but also to your talent and what you are doing already. So very impressive showing from Sertain so far in his first off season. We'll see how that moves to the regular season. And in round two, a guy that is expected to make a significant impact as soon as week one, the 35th overall pick, Javante Williams, a running back from North Carolina, who many are expecting to be a potential 1,000-yard rusher even in his first season. Denver going to be a run-first offense most likely. We know that they have historically been a zone-running offense, and Javante Williams looks like a guy who could have a lot of success. The concern to me is the offensive line, and can they protect him, and will the passing game behind Bridgewater or potentially Drew Locke at some point be enough to scare defenses into not stacking the box against this Denver run game. Regardless, Javante Williams looks like he should be a promising prospect. We know Denver has been rotating running backs in and out for a long time, but Williams seems like one of the more talented backs that they have had in the backfield in some time. So a lot expected of him as a rookie. When you look to free agency, Denver, a great job in not really losing anybody that was a significant contributor last season. They did not lose a single player, their free agency, who played more than 50% of the snaps last season. So everyone who left in free agency, mostly backups, guys who weren't playing a significant amount of snaps, but the additions they went and really improved the defense and trying to improve the offensive line, like I said, which I think is a big problem point for them. They go and bolster the secondary. They go and get Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby at the cornerback position, two very serviceable starting corners, at least to get you until you feel comfortable putting Sertain out there. But Plenty of talent there, and Darby, a guy who could potentially play in the slot if you decide to put Sertain in on the outside as well. They they acquire two tackles in Cameron Fleming and Bobby Massey. They go and get quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, like I mentioned. And on the defensive line, they add Shamar Stevenson. So upgrades to an already good defense, but again, the underwhelming side of the ball is the offensive position with two quarterbacks that don't seem like they're really... Good enough to lead a team to the playoffs at this point. A receiving core that I think is a year or two away. A lot of talent, but Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and K.J. Hamler, I think they're at least another year away from being a, a very good receiving core. But a lot of talent. If you can get good production from the quarterback position, then it's not a bad wide receiver trio to have. But between the underwhelming quarterbacks and these guys being young, I think that you're a year away from them being a real threatening group. You also look at Melvin Gordon the third, who will likely be platooning with Javante Williams and Noah Fant at the tight end position. So talent on the offensive side, but the question is, will they have somebody who can run the offense? That will remain to be seen. The defense, when you look at the secondary specifically, Kyle Fuller, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, and Ronald Darby, and then you talk about Sertain being the ninth overall pick in the draft. It's a very good secondary. They still have Von Miller there to work the pass rush off the edge. Okay, defensive line, Jonathan Harris, Mike Purcell, Bradley Chubb, all names you should know. 
So the defense should be good. The offense is going to be the significant question going forward for Denver. Their odds to win the Super Bowl, plus 4,500, tied with the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers, both teams that I like significantly, significantly more than Denver at this price point, again, due to the quarterback position, especially Arizona. To win the AFC, plus 2,200, they're behind the Patriots and ahead of the Steelers. I get it because Ben Roethlisberger is old, but I think Pittsburgh has as good a defense as Denver. Maybe slightly worse, but not by much, if at all. A more talented receiving core. They drafted a talented running back this draft, too, in Najee Harris, and then Ben Roethlisberger, even at 38, probably going to have a better season than either Denver quarterback. So, seems a little sketchy, but neither of those seems likely really getting there. So, maybe irrelevant, but to win the AFC West, they are plus 600. They have the third best odds. They are only ahead of the Raiders, who are a giant long shot, which is surprising considering that you know they were second in the division last year. But we know the Chargers are going to be better. Denver is projected to be better, so it makes sense. I have no issue with this. I do think that they're a better team than Las Vegas, but I was just surprised at how much of a dog Vegas was, which we'll talk about tomorrow. The win total is where it gets interesting to me. Over, under, 8.5, and and the over is the favorite. I don't see it. I don't see it. 8 and 9 feels very possible, and you need them to go 9 and 8 to to get minus 120 on it. There's no value there to me. So I like even money on the under here. I think you could have a quarterback switch in the middle of the year, which I don't think ever really goes well. Especially when it's not really going to like a top overall rookie pick who was eased into it. Drew Locke has played before. If they're starting Teddy Bridgewater over him, it's because he's not performing well. Or Teddy's playing better than him, but I don't think that's saying much. And we know Teddy Bridgewater, he's had flashes. He's good. He's he's serviceable, but there's nothing exciting there. And I don't think that this offense has the talent to make him better. And I don't think that he has the talent to make this offense better, so... It's it's definitely kind of a, a, a iffy situation there, and even if it gets to Drew Locke, it, it doesn't give me any more confidence. I mean, I do think Teddy Bridgewater is the better quarterback, so for what it's worth, I think they're making the right decision, but neither of these guys are franchise guys. They, they're still going to have to find one through the draft, most likely at some point, and the question is going to be can they get one because they're not really bad enough to be a top three, top five pick most likely, but I'm not sure that they're a playoff team. And Vegas doesn't think so either because despite thinking that they go nine and eight to make the playoffs, they are a no is the favorite at minus 145. To make the playoffs is plus 115. So they're not expected to make the playoffs, but they're saying that they're, they're expected to win nine games. I mean, nine and eight may not get you in, but it might be close. So... I think that these lines kind of conflict, and I think there's value in both that. I think you could bet the under for even money, and you could also bet them to not make the playoffs at minus 145, but you could also hedge this if you want and think that, hey, if they hit the over, then maybe they make the playoffs. So you could bet each of these at plus money and likely come out a little bit ahead. Uh, They would have to win nine or more games and not make the playoffs, which could happen, but seems like a very, very small percentage chance of actually occurring. So it's an interesting thought. If I'm looking at all this, I think my favorite thing to do would just be to take the even money on the under eight and a half wins. But a team special that I like, this is a DraftKings exclusive. 
Noah Fant over 690.5 receiving yards, plus Javante Williams have over 800.5 rushing yards. This is at plus 250. Noah Fant has been a very good tight end. Last year had a really good season despite the up-and-down quarterback play, and again, many people projecting Javante Williams to be a potential 1,000-yard rusher. You only need him to get 801 rushing yards. You only need Noah Fant to get 691 receiving yards, and we're talking about 17 games for these guys to do these at plus 250. I think that this is one of the safer but still very good value bets that we found as far as these team specials being offered on DraftKings. So big fan of these. So again, if I'm giving official plays for the Broncos this season, I'm taking the under 8.5 wins at even money, and we're taking Noah Fant over 690.5 receiving yards, combined with Javante Williams over 800.5 rushing yards. These are regular season totals, and this bet pays out at plus 250. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, tomorrow we will talk Oakland Raiders as we continue this series, wrapping up all 32 NFL teams as we finish with the AFC West. And Friday is Fantasy Football Friday. Talking about the tight end position in your dress with Vegas Matt of Vegas Always Knows, so don't miss that. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Says That. Follow Steady Picks at Get Steady Picks. Go to SteadyPicks.com to sign up for their 100% free membership. If you are not able to catch any and all of the shows on Steady Picks Radio when they air, they are also all available in podcast form the same day that they air. Open up your podcast app, type in Steady Picks. Subscribe so that you're notified when an episode becomes available right away. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star rating and review. It is greatly appreciated. Have a great day, everybody. Let's start the week off right. Let's gear up for football season. Very excited. Win your drafts. Get those bets in. We will talk to you tomorrow talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. Good luck. Take care. 